All right, so we are day two at Gettysburg. We're about to leave our hotel, hit up the battlefield. What's something you guys want to see? Ghosts. Ghosts? Uh, cannons. Cannons? Should we see if there's going to be any cannons firing today? What do you want to see? This day was July 1st, day one of the Battle of Gettysburg. And to commemorate that, we decided to go out to McPherson's Ridge, where the battle first began. Now I had been to battlefields before and coming out to the battlefields for the first time and seeing some of these monuments, I just wanted to take a picture of every single one of them. And I think that that ambition shows how naive I am when it comes to Gettysburg. There are 1300 monuments, memorials, markers, and plaques on the battlefield at Gettysburg. Wow. So I think it's actually pretty astounding how many monuments there are and how many veterans and family members and heritage societies have come out here to preserve the memory of the soldiers on both sides. I think we forget that that generation that fought the Civil War tried really hard to mend the fences to heal that divide and it's kind of something that makes me a little sad because I feel like those wounds just keep getting torn open over and over and over again. And as I look at my generation, are we preserving the peace that they tried so hard to preserve and protect? And I just don't, I don't, I just don't think that's happening. Self-reflection aside here, we were actually up at McPherson's Ridge because we were going on a hike with the National Park Service. They had a ranger out there that was retelling what happened that first day on July 1st uh, when Union and Confederate forces clash for the first time. As you can see, it was crowded. I mean, this is the 160th anniversary. That was to be expected. But that doesn't mean that I didn't go home and do the research myself. The battle began early morning on July 1st, 1863, when General Henry Heath, a new commander under A.P. Hill's Confederate Third Corps, asked for permission to enter Gettysburg in order to look for supplies there. Hill obviously granted the request while not anticipating that he would meet with Union soldiers, but Heath's battalions led by Generals Joseph Davis and James Archer came up against the Union cavalry under General John Buford. What the Confederates didn't know was that the previous night, Buford's cavalry division set up camp near Gettysburg and deployed as picket outposts guarding the northern and western approaches to the town. Buford was aware that he couldn't defeat a whole Confederate army division, but he could slow them down by directing them away from the turnpike and towards lines of combat. Until James Wadworth's division from John Reynolds' 1st Corps came to drive Heath's Confederates from McPherson's Ridge back, Buford's dismounted soldiers successfully thwarted the rebels' advance. The renowned Iron Brigade under General Solomon Longsall Meredith 
captured Archer close to Willoughby Run. And unfortunately, Corps Commander Reynolds was gunned down shortly around 10 a.m. The Iron Brigade, along with having the coolest hats of any other regiment in the Union Army, had clashed with the Tennessee and Alabama troops of Archer's Brigade in the Herberst Woods. Reynolds was in the thick of the action mounted on his horse issuing orders just east of the woods. As the 2nd Wisconsin rushed past Reynolds into the woods, Reynolds shouted, forward men, forward, for God's sakes, and drive those fellows out of the woods. The two sides blasted away at each other with devastating effect. Reynolds in his hazardous forward position was hit in the back of the neck by a bullet and killed instantly. Our hike actually started at the exact spot where Reynolds was hit. His death would be a huge blow to the Army of the Potomac, but his actions would play a big part in the eventual Union victory at Gettysburg. By continuing the delaying action that Buford had begun, the Union Army was able to arrive and set up a strong defensive position on the high ground of Culp's Hill on the north, just along Cemetery Ridge, and on down to the Round Tops to the south. We could also see and hear a cannon demonstration going off from where we were standing on the ridge. Next, we decided to go to the Pennsylvania Monument where there was going to be another artillery demonstration. And that was something that my husband really wanted to go see. All right, so now we're gonna go down to the artillery demonstration. The first Pennsylvania is reenacting. But look how beautiful this place is. Oh my gosh. Like, look at this. Just, isn't that beautiful? So here's the peach orchard. Look at these peaches. Peaches for everyone. The guy said don't eat them though because they're not good. So they weren't grown for their taste. They were grown for their heartiness is what he said. Heartiness, yes. It was meant to be a short walk that turned into a long walk because I am a nerd and I just wanted to stop and read and stare at every monument all the way down to the field where they were doing the artillery demonstration. My poor family kind of ditched me, which was totally fine. 
They should. You should ditch me when I'm nerding out like this. But I did manage to get down there before the final shot. Did you feel that? Yeah, I did. Oh my gosh. Are they going to fire again? I don't know. What do you think, Dad? Awesome. Are they going to fire again? <laughs> What'd you think of that? Our last stop for the day was the museum at the seminary that is in Gettysburg. The Seminary Ridge Museum. And I'm actually really bummed because, again, I am new at this, but a lot of my footage that I took in the seminary got corrupted and I could not upload it. And really that just means I'm going to have to come back and explore this museum again. But I really did like it. Um, unfortunately, you had to pay to go into the Coppola and we didn't do that. But I liked that this museum showed us a more of a citizen's perspective of the Battle of Gettysburg and the town before and after this huge battle. Look at this guy. That kind of looks like a phone. I really do recommend it. It gives you a clear picture of what happened to the wounded and what the recovery was like after the Battle of Gettysburg and like I said it does give you more of a history of the town. After the museum I dropped the family off at the hotel and went by myself to the Adams County Historical Society where they had a panel featuring JD from the History Underground, Chris from Vlogging Through History, and Gary Aldman from the American Battlefield Trust. It was awesome to meet all of those guys and to meet some of you guys that follow me too. That was really cool. It was a great way to end day two. And I cannot wait to share with you guys what happens on day three.